There are some reports that suggest the framework for Justin Fields' trade could be in place by next week as we get ready to get started and kick off the NFL Combine. And then, of course, it's Saturday, so we're going to jump into the mailbag, hear your thoughts, and react to it. Y'all already know we're going to talk about it and break it down right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Chicago Bears Central with the Cognac Boys on this beautiful Saturday. Make sure if you're tuned in, you're hitting that like button, subscribing to the channel, and hitting that notification bell because though it's the offseason, Chicago Bears Central, the number one spot for your Chicago Bears news and updates. We gonna keep the content rolling and keep the dialogue coming. C-Dub is with me. How you feeling, my guy? Man, I'm feeling great, man. We're getting closer and closer to getting this stuff over with, man. I, it means, man, I'm going to be fuck, so happy, bro, when this is over with. Facts. Now, before we get into the framework that's being potentially put out there, I do want to provide some great news, C-Dub, by saying that Steve Mongo McMichael, who is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, is heading home from the hospital, who spent eight days in intensive care. So prayers to him and up to his family. And we're going to, um, you know, just continue to send him those his way so he can make sure that he's front and center for when he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, for sure. Blessings are plenty for Big Mondo, man. Uh, shout out to him. Shout out to his family. And uh, I hope he, and, and, and this is good, that he's going to be able to appreciate and get the uh, no, uh, notification and the gratification that he deserved when he crossed that stage and become a Hall of Famer. Bro. For sure. Now, C-Dub is being reported. It was placed out there by Albert Breer. This article is coming from Albert. NBC Sports Chicago for anybody that wants to see it. He pretty much said it's not a matter of it's not a matter of when not what this man is crazy. But he pretty much said that the plan is already going to be in place and that by next week, which is coming up, that the Bears should have a framework for a Justin Fields trade. C-Dub, what do you think about this? Uh, shut the hell up. Uh, it's always a report. I never heard of Albert until you just spit, uh, said his <laughs> name right now. So, Albert, uh, I I'm going to start needing these reporters to start just telling on your, on your sources because I don't believe you. Tell me who told you that. Tell me what bug you got in the front office for the Chicago Bears. Tell me what spy you got in the Chicago Bears organization. Otherwise, shut the hell up because I don't believe you. I'm with you on that. Uh, me personally is how do the Bears, how do we know the Bears are ready to trade Justin Fields if they haven't even done interviews with quarterbacks? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they haven't even done one interview yet. And we know from the history of the Chicago Bulls, they are big on character. How are you going to make a decision on a quarterback that you want to select in this draft if you if you don't even know the character of the said quarterback that you want to draft? Now, I'm not saying that the trade is out of the picture, but as of right now, I'm standing 10 toes down and right here and just saying, I'll wait to see what happens. I'm not getting my hopes up. I encourage you all, don't get your hopes up. Don't get down. For the simple fact, nobody's done anything. There has been no pro days. The, the NFL's combine hasn't even started. And we know one of the most important things that the Chicago Bears uh, consider within their process is the interviews. 
They have done none of those so far. So I'm going to chill. I'm going to sip this yak later today and just chill. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? It, you know, it's so sorry and it's easy to see. Like, whoever break this story is going to get the clout of a lifetime. So whoever right. breaks, who's going to who's going to be the quarterback for the Chicago Bears is going to be the next big thing in, in the national media. So right. everybody trying to jump the gun. So don't of believe course. what you hear. Facts, because the Bears have kept kept this thing tight to the chest. You seen Shane Wardron? That man was in that bit dancing by Chata around questions. He was in that bit suave, doom, 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 suave on road dancing questions, not giving y'all nothing. So I, t- I tell people that think they know you don't know. But let's be clear. Just because you had a prediction, when it, if it comes out to favor your side, don't come out of here and say, I always knew. No, the hell you didn't. You're lying. I always know shit. Because <laughs> we don't even know. Don't so, know <laughs> But, hey, now it's time to jump into the mailbag, ladies and gentlemen. But before we do so, we got to show love to one of our sponsors here on Chicago Bears Central First. We got to let you guys know about our sponsor, Aura. Most of you know, anyone can find anything on the internet, including your full legal name and personal email, your home address, phone number, and even your relatives. For me, personally, I never took this kind of stuff seriously, that people can take my personal data and use it for their own financial gain. Well, in 2019, I got my identity stolen, including my social security number and credit card information, and it was a total nightmare getting it all sorted out. From recouping loans that were taken out in my name and shopping sprees on my credit card, There are some really bad people out there, and it's sad to say, but it's true. Do a Google search for your personal information or someone you know and see if a people search site shows up. The information is easily accessible because of data brokers who profit by selling your information to robocallers, telemarketers, spanners, and anyone else that wants to learn more about you. And so for me, protecting my and my family's personal data and information is at the utmost importance because of the terrible experience I had four years ago. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Aura. Aura will identify data brokers that are exposing your information and automatically submit opt-out requests on your behalf. They will even opt out of junk mail and telemarketing lists. Aura also monitors your emails and passwords to see if they were involved in any data breach and exposed on the dark web. Aura's app also features VPN, password manager, real-time credit card and identity theft monitoring, internet parental controls, and protects your device from malware. Aura has almost every internet safety tool you'll ever need all inside one app, which is what makes it so amazing, so that you don't have to use multiple platforms and sites to protect yourself. Let Aura do the hard work, keeping you safe online, and if you sign up right now, Aura will give you a two-week free trial with my link below. You'll be shocked at how much your private information Aura finds exposed over two weeks. I was shocked at how much my information Aura was able to find when I was using the app. Go to Aura.com slash CBC to start your free trial. Also linked in the description, or you can scan the QR code here. Now back to the video. Now back to the video. Shout out to our sponsor, Aura. Go ahead and make sure you remain safe online as things continue to elevate in this world. Hey, C-Dub, it's time for for the steak and potatoes for this episode. This first caller up is Mike from Penn. He got something to say. Yo, Hayes and the Cognac boys. It's Mike from Pennsylvania. I just, I'm I didn't even listen to the pod yet. I'm I'm 
fixing to do that right now. But I saw the headline that says about Cap shutting the freak up. That little prick owes Justin Fields an apology. My Our guy is on the thing with a teammate and his brother, and they're chopping it up, and they're just talking, and they're asking him all kinds of questions. It was such a great pod just to hear Justin, you know, tells I like fish and once in a while I eat a burger whatever I don't care but I you know I just love you know all the stuff that went on in that pot and this horse manure that Cap put on the airwaves like he is the godfather of what you're allowed to say and what you're not shut the freak up you don't get to tell a grown man how he should talk I mean poor Justin Poor kid says something that he's just speaking the truth from his heart, and he gets blown up. Oh, whatever. I was furious. I want to kick him in the schnickerdoodles. Anyway, (laughs) peace, guys. Uh, JF1, 2024, period. (laughs) Love y'all. Peace. Well, y'all heard from Mike. (laughs) C-Dub, take it away. Shout out to my man, Mike. I ain't never heard nobody say he want to kick somebody in the snickerdoodle. It's crazy, yo, bro. <laughs> hey, but shout out to you, man. Uh, he just, you know how uh, this man Cap sound? He just sound old as hell. Old get off my yawn, lawn ass motherfucker, bro. You're bogus. You don't know what's going on. These kids don't want, you just mad because they don't want to come to you. He don't want to come to your show. That's what it is. You think he's going to come to the sh- your show while you was talking crazy? You've been talking crazy for a year. You think he's going to come to your show and tell you something? Or anybody in the national media that's been jumping the gun and shitting on this man, this young man's name. So nobody should give a damn what this melted ice cream uh, bar looking like. Nobody should care what he, what he thinks. Because what he's thinking is just clout, clout chasing. That's what he's doing. He's trying to clout. He's trying to be Skip Bayless of Chicago. That is me. I am Dub Bayless. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but hey, I just look. I ain't even finna go too crazy, but I got a couple questions for Cap. Hey, Cap, was Justin Fields a coward in his first NFL game when he was sacked nine times? Mm-hmm. Was Justin Fields a coward when we seen my guy live through a tank season? And the only reason the Bears were interested was because of Justin Fields. The mm. man had to throw to Nikhil Harry, who I believe is not even on a team right now. Marcus Goodwin, who I believe is not even on a team right now. Dante Pettis, who I believe is not on a team right now. So was Justin Fields a coward that was Justin Fields a coward this season when he had to hear damn near after every press conference about his career? No, Mm -hmm. he manned up. He took all the blame, regardless of what Lukey Dukey did, what Matt Eberflus did defensively, and what the hell the turmoil was when we started the season. What did Justin Fields do? He carried himself as a man, and he held it down. And my last point before we move on, how the hell are grown men mad at what another grown man does with his social media? Crazy. He should have deleted the app. He should have muted this. It's his social media. If he don't want to delete the app, but he still want to scroll on and follow NBA or whatever, like I said, I don't care if he following girls going wild. Don't give a damn. How y'all mad at the man because he don't want to hear about Caleb Williams versus Justin Fields while he's on vacation? It's crazy. 
just stupid. And I just got this last thing to say. Are you like that? Say that shit to his face. If you really like that. Say it to his face. That's it. Woo! We'll leave it at that. Hey, C-Dub, we keep moving along. This next caller, this next voicemail comes from Camp. Here it is. Hey, hey what's happening, fellas? Hayes and the Cognac Boys. Uh, this Camp, uh, calling from Arizona again. You know, I want to call consistently, but it's, it's kind of difficult because I don't want to talk about the same shit. But I just, just got a couple points. First of all, I'm like Fred. I, I, I like to cuss too much. So that's why I, I kind of have difficulty putting my, my shit together. But, man, I love y'all content. And uh, I, I, I thought I heard I was in the bathroom. I thought I heard Hayes uh, doing a promotion. So if y'all getting sponsors, that's cool, too. Big up to you fellas. But uh, uh, it's the same old question. And uh, I'm, I'm going back to what Fred said. I have watched Caleb Williams. I'm out west. I have watched some comedy. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck everybody is seeing, man. Um, uh, Chase Daniel just did a, 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 a video on him, and he was saying how great he is. And I ain't seen shit. I saw I saw the interceptions. I saw him miss receivers. I saw him make two passes that Daniels went crazy about. So. I'm just not seeing what everybody else is motherfucking seeing. I, I, man, could somebody help me out? Because I, I just don't see it. And you know what? Fuck everybody that talks this shit about Justin Fields. This is a good brother, good young brother who's doing everything right. He's, he's, he's going through all the bullshit that they've done in Chicago, including the media and the coaching, because they have failed him. And he's still stand, a stand-up type of young brother. So with that being said, shout Shot down up, bear down. Love y'all content. Keep up shit, and I and I and I love how y'all keep it loose and funny. Peace. Shout out to Kim. Me, I'm on, I'm right on board with you, man. I think that a lot of people that's coming at Justin Fields is just right now. Justin Fields the hottest topic, so a lot of people gonna come at him. But I say like C Dub said it on after the last voicemail. If you're gonna say something, stand on it. Don't backtrack your comments. If we said something over here on Chicago Bear Central, we're gonna stand on it. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. But at the end of the day, don't backtrack within the same day. <laughs> no, bro. Within the same day, you backtrack your comments. That's how you know some of this stuff is not well thought out. Some of this stuff has not even been thought about. And when we talk about some of these young guys coming out of college, me personally, I think more guys have systems that are better suited. For the NFL, then Caleb Williams. That is not to take anything from Caleb Williams. He is talented, but I do have my questions just along with the other guys that's out there, along with questions still remaining about Justin Fields. It's all right. Draw your own conclusions. Make your own determination. And then go from there. And stand on business. Stand on business. C-Dub, what you got to say? Oh, I, I think you hit that uh, particular part of his comment pretty well. I'll just go and say about this, about Caleb Williams. and it, uh, He's he's very good, man. He could throw that rock, make all the throws. Man, he was terrific. He was awesome. He threw touchdown passes. He could go off script, man. He can run with the ball underneath his, underneath, underneath his armpit. But look, that's college. We don't know what he's going to do in the NFL. We got tape on, on Justin Fields. Y'all got any tape on Caleb Williams getting 300 pounds, of the, the best 300-pound pass rushers in the world going at going against him? So I'm just saying, be careful, y'all. And what y'all want, just be careful. Absolutely. And the last point is 
The fuss about that the Chicago Bears passing up on another quarterback is ridiculous because if they pass up on a quarterback, I mean, if they take a quarterback and Justin Fields goes to Atlanta and he balls out and the Bears rookie quarterback, whoever they is, is absolute trash. Now the Bears are, well, what do you expect? This is an organization that never did it. We're talking about Sid Luckman. Just be ready for the reversal if it doesn't go well Mm -hmm. because it's going to happen. So yep. just stand pat, trust Ryan Pose, and we gonna move forward, bro. Oh, bro. Yep. For sure. But hey, we keep moving on. C Dub. This next caller comes in by the name of J. Cool. We got to hear what he got to say. Cool. What up, Hayes? This is J. Cool, Southside. Man, it is so many smart, dumb motherfuckers, man. A lot of people, man. This is the reason why. <laughs> Casinos don't go out of business because people never know when to quit. Mm. They're always trying to hit the jackpot. That's what it is with the table. Mm. You know, they would rather give up on a good player who they know they can win with if you give them more help. But they don't want to give them more help. Instead of giving him another player equal to DJ Moore, let's say Marvin Harris Jr., Malik Neighbors, even Roma Dooms, and you give him a wide receiver, you give him some better protection because Braxton Jones, mediocre. I mean, he can run block, can't bat, pass block for shit. Anytime he goes against somebody tough, they got everybody trying to help him because he didn't bum rushed over every fucking time. So instead, what they want to do is say, oh, Patrick Mahomes, he's just like Patrick Mahomes. Let's get Caleb. Caleb is not Patrick Mahomes, man. People don't see that. They think, oh, because you can do a little fancy pass here and there that you got the same arm and, and the ability and the heart of Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have that. Good player, you know, but the logical thing is to take your winnings when you're at the casino and go home. Everybody don't do that. They say instead of keeping Justin, they're going to cash in, keep keep gambling, go for broke for a motherfucker like Caleb. Man, it is what it is. If the Bears really want to win, they'll be smart, get a better pass protection, get a better left tackle, get a new center, give Justin some, you know, some help with an excellent wide receiver, get a top three. Guess what? Easily going to the playoffs next year. Justin's going to put up the numbers that people expected, and everything will be right. Instead, not very likely. They're going to cash in on Justin, going to draft Caleb, and he's going to have all kind of growing pains. We're going to be doing this shit the next two or three years. So either way, man, Chicago up, bear down. I'll let you later. All right, so we heard from J. Cool C-Dub. What you got to say? Hey, shout out to J. Cool. Um, I forgot the name of that damn movie, but it was a movie when a young lady had a nice husband. He was he was working hard. Uh, he wasn't rich, but he was working hard, take care of his family. But she wanted the 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 other life, and uh, she got with a rich guy, and I think he had the HIV virus, and she ended up contracting that. And I just said that just because don't be wanting what what uh the extra you already got was good for you. So sometimes that could be a bad idea for trying to reach for other shit when you already good what you got already. So the, I hope the Bears is is is, is paying attention. They're gonna go and do they uh, due diligence. Um, hey man, uh, just Justin Fields, he's gonna have a terrific year. I don't care where he is next year. So I, I'm tired of this shit. I'm just tired, nephew. I'm with you on that. I'm tired of it too because a lot of the times. Bro, like, they get it misconstrued. Caleb Williams, he's not the next Patrick Mahomes, bro. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and that's he's unique. We heard the next Tom Brady. 
There's never going to be another Tom Brady. We no. heard LeBron James was supposed to be the next Michael Jordan. He's never going to be the next Michael Jordan. Never. These guys are going to be themselves. Caleb Williams is going to be Caleb Williams. Drake May is going to be Drake May. And Jaden Daniels, whoever is going to be Jaden Daniels or whoever their name is. <laughs> you cannot. Because if you're saying he's the next Patrick Mahomes, Caleb Williams, that means Caleb Williams is going to six straight NFC championships and he's winning three Super Bowls in a span of six years. Soon as it's not happening, field. y'all. He's not the next Patrick Mahomes. It's just not not. fair. It's not. You're right. It's not fair to him. I'll let you finish that take, though. Patrick Mahomes right now in all of football, I don't care if you're playing it in Japan or whatever, is the best player in the world. He is the alpha and the omega. You are telling me that this kid that hasn't set foot on a single field, NFL field, professional football field, is going to be like this guy. And you heard what my nephew said, six AFC championships in six years. As soon as he stepped on the field, all type of success. 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns first year. Please. That is not fair for that kid. It's not fair for Caleb Williams. It's not. But, hey, C-Dub, we almost done. This next caller comes in by the name of Chris. Here it is. Hey, what's going on? It's the Caller Bear Central. It's your boy, Chris. I want to get some thoughts off my mind. After hearing the press conferences yesterday from the coaches, it's like, man, I don't know what direction the Bears are going to go with quarterbacks. Man, obviously, I think they're still deciding the same thing. But to me, it feels like they're going to end up drafting the quarterback. I don't know what you guys think, but it's like you guys are going to take all the way into the combine, all the way into you know free agency or even a draft to – Still make a decision on keeping Justin or drafting the quarterback. It's like if you gotta take that much time to decide if Justin's your future, then I don't think Justin's your future if it takes you that long to decide. Obviously, after this the season or even halfway in the season, they should have made that decision already. If they believe that much in, in into Justin Fields, it would have took it would have you know it would have taken them not too long to decide that. If he's their if he's their guy, they already have they would have already known it. Halfway in the season, at the end of the season, you know. Well, to me, my feeling is they get drafted quarterback. Although, you know, I love, I love them. To, I love for them to keep Justin and to grow and to add another receiver with DJ Moore, add some more offensive linemen, some more playmakers for him, and see what he could do. It's just that's my thought. You know, if he doesn't even know what they're doing, yeah, it's, it, to me, it sounds like they're gonna draft the quarterback. So I'd love to get your thoughts on that. See what see what you guys think. And uh, yeah, that's what, that's all for today. Appreciate y'all. All right, thanks for calling in, Chris. Uh, C Dub. I think Chris got a. I mean, he got a right to feel that he think that the Bears are leaning more so drafting a quarterback, and that's right. But I'm on one of the other sides that you gave, Chris. Me, I'm on the side of continue to build this thing down because next year we're gonna hear it. He's a generational quarterback. From the next Q, the next kid that might be coming out of college with, which may be uh, Shador Sanders. We're gonna hear that, you know what I'm saying? And I say build a team around, build this thing up so you can then, if Justin Field doesn't work out, now you could just do the drop and the drop should be clean, the drop gonna be perfect, and you'll be good to go. But hey, that's just me. The Bears will make their decision soon, hopefully. Yeah, don't I wouldn't take nothing from those press conferences because it's all str- str- strategic. 
I'm sure that Ryan Poles got all the motherfuckers in the room and said nobody better give away anything if they know already. I doubt if they know already who's going to quarterback. But if they do, Ryan Poles said uh, nobody better let, let that shit out at all in these uh, press conferences. So I would take nothing from that because I think they did an excellent job. Uh, and I don't think they gave any kind of signal whatsoever in the strategic point of any which way they would go. If they want to keep Justin or if they want to draft Caleb, they need that strategic silence from the team. So I would take nothing from it. Agree. That they got that. That's well said. I'm sorry, Chris. I ain't got much more about this QB debate, bro. I'm just saying I'm I ain't got out, much bro. about it. I'm ready for the decision to be made, and yeah. we move on, bro, to yeah. see how we can win games and be in the playoffs next season. That's what I'm ready to talk about. Yeah. But hey, C Dub, it's been a great mailbag thus far. But you already know, with a great show, you need a great ending. You know who coming up next, Marifa Asa. Marifa. Oh, you got sound effects? Bobby, C-Dub. <laughs> hey, what's happening, fellas? It's your man, Marifa Asa. Black yet again, man, coming at you with another mailbag, man. Hopefully I'm not too late for the mailbag, man. I've been working too hard on the plantation. I don't know if it's Thursday, Friday, I can't, I'm losing track of my days, man. But listen, man, I'm calling to talk about the number nine pick. Number nine, man. Number nine has been on my mind, man. Listen, we talking about the Bears' top priority needs in the offseason. A defensive end and another wide receiver to go along with DJ Moore. So we got to find out, man, how we going to get some impact players at number nine, okay? So I want to find out from you. All right, let's, let's, let's break this down. Let's break this down real quick. Now, <laughs> say, for instance, the top three picks is all quarterback in the draft. And then the next three picks after that, four, five, and six, is wide receivers. So all the top wide receivers is gone, man. So now, if the Bears is facing the potential of drafting the top two defensive ends or one of the top offensive linemen or the second, no, the far, the far wide receiver. Let's say Keon Coleman or Brian Thomas from LSU. Now, you tell me which one of these would you make a priority at number nine? If all the top three wide receivers is gone before number nine and you looking at Lay I two I two defensive end I UCLA or you looking at Jarvis out of FSU or you looking at Olufu Shadu out of PSU or you looking at <laughs> Brian Thomas the wide receiver he the fourth one off the board or Keon Coleman the fourth or fifth wide receiver off the board best available which one is you going with man we need to fill some holes on this team and get some blue, blue chip layout. So we can start winning Super Bowl championships. Y'all tell me, man. I don't want to talk about number one pick no more. Number nine is on my mind. So tell me what you think, man. I'm going to get up out of here, man, because you know what I got to do. I got places to go. I got people to see. But you know, before I go, you know what I'm going to say? It's Chicago up and bed out, baby. Let's go. It's Chicago up and bed out, baby. C-Dub. got number nine on his mind. Yeah. Which way you going at number nine? How you looking at it? 
Oh, uh, when I look at number nine, uh, and let's just stay with this scenario. Let's speak hypothetically in the bed, stay at number nine. I definitely want to go wide receiver, but he he made a great point. What if those um I don't want to say generational, uh, those sure things at the top when I'm talking about neighbors and Marvin Harrison Jr. or maybe a doozier out there uh when you when those names off the list i still think this is a deep wide receiver class you got other names over there you got the other guy from lsu you got some guys from washington you got some other players but if you do do that if you do i still want you to draft one of those young guys at nine for wide receiver i still want you to look at free agency and try to get you a name as well Michelle. so that'll be my uh strategic protocol for me, if the Bears come down at number nine and your three, the top three wide receivers is off the board, for me, it's automatic trenches. Find you the if you if 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 the Bears was to it seemed like they went with, you know, the number one pick is is done. I'm going trenches. I'm going the best offensive lineman or the best defensive lineman. Me personally, if you you I believe you have to start there. Because I believe that in the later rounds, you have solid wide receivers. You can get you a Trey Franklin out of uh, Oregon. You can get you a, uh, a, I don't know if he's a second-round pick worthy, but uh, I like this uh, Xavier Leggett guy out of South Carolina. This man nice. is, what, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, nice. with 4'3", speed? He nice. I'm just saying. I, I, I like those type of things. So I think that you can find other players in other areas, and you don't have to reach in the first round for a wide receiver when it's other guys that you can potentially look at and get in later rounds. So I would say for the number nine, Marifa, give me the best guy in the trenches, whether that's on the offensive line or the defensive line. You got to make sure the trenches are strong if you want to be successful in this NFL, bro. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. But I definitely think we need to help out my man, Justin Fields. Agreed. So uh, get, get the best uh, talent available at the point where you draft. So, But I understand the trenches for sure. For sure. But hey, that's it from us today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to this mailbag episode. You can go ahead and follow the show on all social media platforms at Shy Bear Central. If you want to call in and be a part of an episode like this, call in 773-242-9336. That's it from us today. And as we always say, shot town up and bear out. See y'all on the next one for sure. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media. Media.